welcome to IOM3 Investigates, the podcast series of the Institute of Materials, Minerals and Mining. We are one of the UK's major science and engineering institutions and our activities are focused on the promotion and development of all aspects of the materials cycle. These include the science, design, engineering and technology of materials, minerals and mining and their practical applications. We facilitate qualifications, professional recognition and development, share knowledge and provide networking services to a global membership and wider community. We hope you enjoy our podcast series. Welcome to our latest podcast in the IOM3 Investigate series. My name is Ian Bobrick. I am the Director of Membership and Professional Standards at IOM3. And I have the very great pleasure to be joined today by two friends and colleagues um, from Hong Kong, Guy Bridges and Tim Lung. Um, and we're here today to talk about the international activities pursued by IOM3 and specifically uh, what its membership actually gets up to. Uh, outside of the United Kingdom. So I think um, I'd like, first of all, to introduce, gentlemen, can you please introduce yourself? Tim, I'll come to you first. Tim, could you like to introduce yourself, please? Right. Hi, Ian and uh, everyone. I'm a geochemical civil uh, engineer, have been uh, working in Hong Kong uh, all the time, about 30 years uh, I joined uh, IOM3 uh, Hong Kong branch as a committee member uh, since 2014. Until uh, 2020, I have chance and um, it's my honor to be the uh, branch uh, president. I will be uh, hand over my job to the new president end of this uh, month, April. So uh, this is my brief uh, introduction, Ian. Lovely. Well, thank you very much, Tim. And Guy, how about yourself? Hey, yeah. Um, thank, thank you, uh, Ian. Uh, welcome, everyone. Yeah, I'm Guy Bridges. I trained as a geologist. Uh, I did mining geology at uh, Cardiff University. And so my first involvement with IOM3 was when it was actually back in the days of IMM, Institute of Mining and Metallurgy. I got involved very briefly in the early days uh, on my first project, which was in the UK. Uh, worked there for a, a number of years, um, but then I relocated to Hong Kong, and uh, that was where I really got more involved in IOM3 uh, activities. So I, I got involved in the council first. I took on some key roles as secretary, uh, president, and then when the advisory council was set up in the change of the organization of IOM3, I, I considered my role in Hong Kong as being pretty good. So I stood for position as the uh, overseas representative and uh, was lucky enough to get appointed. So I'm currently the overseas representative on the advisory. Lovely. Well, thanks, Guy. Yes. Um, I mean, obviously, IM3 has members in, in nearly 100 countries around the world, and we have a significant number in Hong Kong. But um, as, as an overseas, an IM3 overseas member, how easy do you find it to interact with, with us at the centre or, if you like, the UK? Um, Guy, can I ask you just to continue on that one? Um, I, I, I would say cause I've been involved for quite a long time. Uh, I would say 
as of now, it's actually quite good. Yeah, we get a lot of interaction. Uh, there's quite a lot of events going on uh, that we're encouraged to get involved in. It may be a little bit more difficult in the in the earlier years, but with with events like the Young Persons Lecture Competition and things like that, which are international, it, it's made it a lot easier. Uh, and also, I think there's been a lot of help from head office. Um, so yeah, it, it's been uh, quite easy to keep uh, involved with with uh, with the international community. And and Tim, how about yourself? I mean, specifically, obviously, we've had. And we're just getting over the COVID pandemic. And obviously, people are finding that social media or, or interaction by Teams or Zoom is, is far more, is far easier. But um, how have you found these changes, these recent changes to your involvement with the Institute, having been involved for 30 years? Right. Thank you for speaking. Uh, in the past two years, really uh, faced to a very difficult time because of the pandemic. In the past few years, we really uh, organized a lot of activities. Like uh, Guy said, uh, site visit, seminar, international conference, overseas trip. I really miss that day because uh, we really can have interaction with our members and our friends here in Hong Kong and uh, in the trips. But uh, due to the pandemic, uh, the bunch in Hong Kong, we, uh, we, we are living in a fast world here. We uh, develop our uh, social media. So uh, we got our LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, IG. Uh, luckily, we, uh, we have quite a number of uh, uh, followers. Uh, follow our uh, website. Uh, I think it's a good start in, in this time. Yeah. I mean, that's very positive. And, and Guy, for you, I mean, how have you seen that? How have you seen this transition to... You know, we've we've gone away from face to face. Hopefully, we're going to come back to it. But what have been the highlights of I think of the last two years um, for the Hong Kong branch, in your opinion, with events? There's two aspects to that, I suppose. I think the first one would be what Tim has just said. Uh, as a local branch interacting with the local members, it's been quite difficult. We've been restricted on on opportunities. Uh, that we can do um, with the site visits and with the with the evening lectures and things like that. So that's been quite tough. On the other hand, there's been a big move towards online interactivity. And an overseas branch, this has actually been very good for us to improve the, our, our interaction with, with, uh, with head office uh, and with other overseas branches. And if I could just continue on that, if you're advising uh, potentially other overseas groups of IOM3, what would you say moving forward the recipe for success is going to be with the interaction, as it were, with um, both IOM3 Central and, and the members, uh, Guy, if I can come to you with that? I think it's, it's going to be a, a combination of the two. I mean, nowadays, I think we're getting used to having hybrid events where we we can hold an event where we can have a, a gathering of people physically, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's held online. So people who are not able to come and join us can still get involved. And Tim, yourself, have you found IM3 supportive with this sort of approach? And what's, what's your experience, you know, from, from this looking forward? What, what sort of things are you going to be looking for IM3 to support you with moving forward? 
Right. Uh, I think uh, back to our uh, UK London uh, headquarter, our agenda is sustainable future. Hmm. So uh, we really need to uh, sustain ourselves. Uh, as I just mentioned, uh, Guy also uh, uh, supplement to my uh, previous uh, response. Now we develop our, our social media. So we really got to sustain ourselves and in order to connect with our members uh, continuously. And uh, another chance is uh, more uh, webinar because no face-to-face, uh, no more sem- uh, seminar. So uh, we uh, uh, organize uh, quite a number of uh, a series actually uh, webinar to uh, follow uh, the sustainable future. Uh, In fact, together with other local uh, institutions and uh, associations, like the Hong Kong Institution of Engineers, the ICE uh, Institute of Civil Engineers, Hong Kong Association, Hong Kong Construction. So we we connect with uh, lots of uh, institutions together to organize our event. So I think this is another uh, opportunity to connect with our members. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Tim, if I can stay with you, I mean, I'm going to sort of take a step back at all of this. And can you, can you talk us a bit about the history of the, the Hong Kong branch, as it were, of the Institute? Um, guys already mentioned, obviously, its origins lie in the IMM, the Institution of Mining and Metallurgy. But um, can you give us a bit more detail, please? Yeah. Guy, I, I think uh, this question is better for you to answer because... Uh, Kai has been, Kai has been uh, in uh, Hong Kong banks for actually years. Can I say more than uh, almost two decades, right? More than a decade at least. In the old days, uh, quite a, a number of uh, government uh, officers are uh, involved because uh, the C, uh, civil engineering department in the old days, uh, they have a geotechnical uh, engineering office. Uh, quite a lot of colleagues uh, from geotechnical engineering office are uh, active, actively at that time in the uh, Hong Kong bank. Guy, may I pass it to you, please? Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's exactly right. Um, the, the, uh, the government of Hong Kong Civil Engineering Technical Department had a big push to uh, improve safety, particularly to do with slopes, because we've got a lot of mountains close to populated areas. So they really developed their geotechnical um, capability. And there was a number of individuals who were involved at that time uh, as part of the, uh, the, the government who set up the local branch. Um, in the early days, it was, uh, it was quite informal with a few um, helpful friends who would offer their personal offices as meeting spaces. Uh, and it grew from there. Um, And and what that has meant is that the Hong Kong branch really has developed with a strong basis with a geotechnical background, um, which is is, um, what's been our strength um, up until recent years, although we're we're now looking to um, expand into the other disciplines, of course, which are covered by IOM3. Yeah, and and on that on on that subject, I obviously you've <clears throat> you had some support from lo- the local government. Um, 
Is your program, is the program activities you're pursuing now still influenced in the same way? I mean, how do you go about devising an annual program of events and activities for your members in Hong Kong? We, we often look at what, what are the hot topics that's going on uh, within the community at the time. Um, you know, there, there, are, there are certain times when the government's pushing, let's say, certain construction activities with a, con, with a, with a geotechnical background. We get involved in that a lot. Um, so we'll see, well, what, what, what are the, the hot topics, the new things that they're pushing? And they say, well, this will be of interest. So that's what we look to try and uh, bring up as events uh, and, and incorporate. I mean, for instance, we organized a conference in 2009, which, which really did focus on a policy by the government to develop um, some major projects which related to tunneling. Um, so we ran a tunneling conference. And Tim, what are, what are the sort of hot topics you're going to be looking at in the future and say, I mean, we're in 2022 now, obviously we're thinking about 2023. It's terrible to think, you know, another year is going to, you know, plan for another year. But what sort of hot topics are you uh, thinking about? What's coming to your mind at the moment, Tim, for, for, for your members in Hong Kong? All right. Um, again, uh, I think come back to our main agenda, sustainable future in the uh, unfortunately, uh, in the past two years, we really, uh, we really, did, we really have done something. But uh, to me, uh, just unfortunate is not have good chance to to do enough. I, as I said, uh, I will uh, hand over my job to the new uh, Hong Kong branch uh, president. I really hope that uh, the next term uh, committee can continuously uh, to maintain this. Uh, sustainable future. For an example, uh, like we really want our committee, uh, in particular uh, Hong Kong and uh, elsewhere, right? Uh, we have born new, uh, new blood in our, for our next generations. That's very important. Otherwise, we will be, uh, keep staying here in, in the committee. It's, it's, it's not healthy at all. So this is what I really uh, look for. Excellent. I mean, I think that's a very interesting, uh, in interesting point you've actually raised there, Tim, influencing the next generation. And I, I'd like to come on to, to Guy about that. Um, do you have any plans to do any sort of, or do you actually currently do any sort of outreach activities or do you have any plans in this area to get to young engineers? Sort of what, what's, your, what's your take? What have you got planned in this particular area, please? Well, we need to consider what the local uh, situation is. Uh, obviously, we're, we're operating in an environment where we've got local organizations, which um, maybe take a bit of precedence because a lot of local engineers and that will be expected to come through uh, the, the, the local um, uh, Institute of Hong Kong Institute of Engineers, for instance, which has got lots of disciplines which cover a lot of the aspects that IOM3 covers. Um, so we're looking to try and work alongside them. We're not trying to compete at all, um, but we can offer a, a, a wider view to them and a more uh, international uh, exposure, I suppose, um, is what we're looking to offer. But uh, we do try and look to partner with them. A lot of our events would be joint events. And then... 
we will also be looking to expand beyond historically our geotechnical background. We, we, we're making good progress on that. A lot more uh, materials background people get involved. Um, we've got some uh, local organizations doing some quite good research into innovative products, um, which are uh, now part of our local council. And so we're able to introduce a much wider variety of uh, events to the members. That's very interesting. The, the research work's going on to universities. So do you have um, uh, very strong connections with, with universities in Hong Kong and, and, and learning establishments? Um, and, and, and if so, how, how have you created those? How have those come about? We, we have reasonably good connections with the universities, although most of them will be aligned with local institute. Um, there are other, uh, I suppose, private uh, research institutes who are developing new materials independently. Uh, and I think this is uh, an exciting uh, opportunity for us. No, indeed, indeed. And, <clears throat> and Tim, I mean, obviously, as you said, you're coming to the end of your, your period as a president. Um, what, what advice would you give, as it were, as having been a, a branch president, uh, would you give to your to, to anybody jumping into this position? Because obviously, you, you know, you, you're not a man of leisure. You have to earn your keep. And obviously, you've probably got a family to keep as well. What sort of advice would you give to people taking on such a role as sort of a, um, um, a local society or a, or a branch uh, president? Right. Uh, very good questions, Ian. Yes. Really, really, really looking forward to our next term uh, committee. I think uh, more of a variety. Like, uh, in fact, uh, in my term, uh, we have a committee from uh, Hong Kong University, right? We have uh, some uh, other uh, doctorate uh, colleagues from uh, private uh, research uh, company, environmental, material, like uh, Guy is uh, very... Uh, experience uh, tunneling uh, people. So uh, more variety is uh, very important. And I think, again, uh, attract uh, more uh, young, younger uh, people to involve our committee. So uh, the young competition uh, is good opportunity for us to attract younger generations. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, the, the Young Persons Lecture Competition is, the final is actually coming up and we've got our social media talking about it at the moment. And it's going to be very exciting. It's going to be our, yeah. our first face-to-face -face one, obviously, since since the, the, the global pandemic. But on, on as I say, if I can sort of say with you on that, Tim, with, with this, are you running any other sort of competitions for younger people within Hong Kong? Are you, are you running any other challenges? Are you looking potentially to influence and, and uh, people in that way? Um, I, think at, I think at this moment, uh, we are still working uh, hard on the uh, young uh, people uh, lecture for, okay. yeah, mm. as, a, as our major event. Mm. I think uh, we really want to uh, organize uh, a conference uh, I hope we really, uh, sooner or later can have a face-to-face -face conference because uh, more face-to-face -face interactive uh, activities is important rather than uh, online. 
yes, online can attract people easily, but not a good uh, place to interact each other's. Yeah. I mean, I think you're quite right there. I mean, uh, networking online you can do, but there's <clears throat> nothing actually beats what they saw, what they used to say, pressing, pressing the flesh and actually seeing people in the flesh, does it? And, and exchanging business cards and, and having that sort of conversation. So I think you're quite right. And I, I mean, I do hope we're going to go back to that very, very soon. Um, Guy, I mean, obviously with your experience now as um, a branch, branch person, a branch representative, et cetera, what sort of... Um, advice best practice have you actually acquired over the years i mean obviously there's a lot of experience there's probably a lot of best practice but if you were to impart you know the the gems what are the gems you're going to impart to other people who are thinking about potentially opening an iom3 branch what would you what would your uh advice be to them please my my experience is that uh if you can get a couple of people who are reasonably well uh, committed and, and, and work together. They can bounce the ideas off each other. That's a core. That, that can really generate some good ideas uh, on, on things that can happen. Uh, my other comment, I suppose, would be don't get too worried about it being too much work because you know, we're all volunteers. We're all doing it in our spare time. There are other people around. You don't have to do everything yourself. You know, delegate bits here, bits there, and, and let people know that they're not really being pressured to do anything. We all understand it's, it's whatever they can do to help um, and spread the workload amongst the people. And I think that's some very good advice because I think uh, we, we've seen groups, even in the United Kingdom, where somebody takes it upon themselves to do absolutely everything. And the problem is, of course, the downside is whilst you can, you, you know, you're, you're guaranteed to get the job done, if that person suddenly removed out of the equation, the whole thing suddenly falls down like a stack of cards. Um, so I think that's that's excellent advice. Now, obviously, IM3 is um, rebooting its international activity and. And, and we're all involved in this. Um, what aspirations have you actually got moving forward for for, for IM3 on the on the international arena, uh, international stage? What are you, what are you looking for us to achieve, um, Guy? I'll come back to you first because you you are actually on the committee. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I'm, I'm obviously my involvement in the in the advisory council. I've got much closer exposure to to the activities. Um, and I know we've got a number of branches in various locations uh, around the world, uh, and they're all doing their own thing within their own environment. You know, each, each place has got its own circumstances. But what I think would be useful is if maybe it could be put into some smaller regions so they're able to have a little bit more interaction within the region themselves that maybe on their own time zones. So it's a bit easier because very often we have evening talks and with the online uh, facility that I think everybody's getting much more used to now, it's easy now to get involvement from people who aren't in your own country, but are on similar time zones. So I would like to see um, a little bit more sharing of events that can be online. Uh, and then through that, I think some individuals within the branches maybe can get some better communication uh, and snowball from there. No, that's that's very good. And and Tim, you, yep. your view on that, please. Yes. 
Actually, again, uh, this is very good questions. I, I, I always con consider uh, myself uh, involved in the International uh, Institute, IOM3, in Hong Kong. We are not local at all. Yeah, it's a local branch, but we are not local. We are, our headquarters in London, UK, right? Uh, so uh, we have to promote our branch, uh, the headquarter, not only Hong Kong, in elsewhere. Uh, for example, uh, we organized an overseas trip in the past few years. Uh, we have been Taiwan. We have been uh, Malaysia. Mainland China, we consider it's overseas, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, so we, we, we not only target Hong Kong, we target uh, uh, elsewhere. And every time we uh, go to the overseas, uh, we not only go to the construction sites, we will uh, meet the uh, local uh, societies, um, their university, professional uh, body, government body, to uh, have to, to meet with them, uh, share with them. Like uh, the university in uh, Taiwan and uh, Malaysia. Uh, Sometimes, uh, because I involved in this overseas ship, I really strongly suggest uh, our people think out of the box. Uh, you cannot imagine what, what will be happen, but uh, I sent an email to the uh, uh, chancellor of the university. He came back to me and said, I'm three, you're welcome to uh, visit our university. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think this is uh, very important for the... Uh, young people and uh, our, our committee, our member to please uh, do think out of the box and uh, we treat ourselves as international people. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And um, I suppose it leads me on to sort of coming on to the, my, my final question for you both is where would you like to see the Hong Kong branch in, in, in three years and then five years' time? I, it's, it's always a very difficult question to ask because I asked this question to somebody in February 2019 and then next month everyone was locked down for two years. But let's assume that COVID is behind us. We're, we're, we're managing with all of this. Uh, what, what, are you, what are your aspirations for the next three years and then five years? Um, Guy, please. I think uh, we would love to get back to more face-to-face -face events. Uh, Tim, Tim has, has mentioned that um, to get to meet the people, uh, ha have that real you know interaction uh, is much better than than, than online. Um, to run some physical visits just to get to see how things actually work in the factory, in the field. Um, that that's where we'd like to get back to. Tim mentioned the overseas trips. The, these are, are great eye openers for things that you wouldn't be able to see in your own local area, perhaps. Um, so, so these are very good. They take quite a bit of organization and, and, and maybe there's limited numbers of people can get past, can participate in it, but, um, but they really are very good for learning new things and, and getting to know new people. Uh, and, and that I suppose would lead into what I mentioned previously about um, having more more dealings with with other or other local branches maybe uh, in your in your regional area in your own time zone or 
or something like that. Okay, thank you. And and Tim, as 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 president, we've got to give you the final word here. Your 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 dreams, your 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 aspirations for the Hong Kong branch, please. Right. Uh, we have uh, done a lot of uh, very good, very successful activity, as Guy mentioned, uh, in 2009 uh, and as well as uh, 2015. We uh, successfully uh, carried out two-day conference. Uh, it's, it is a not easy job because it's two days and we managed to get hold of the uh, industry uh, to give us a talk uh, from overseas, uh, come to uh, set up their booth. Uh, you, you cannot imagine that uh, uh, the speaker are from everywhere, not local. Uh, guy, as far as I remember, the, uh, the conference we did in 2015, at least uh, seven to eight country, the speaker. So we really uh, attract a uh, lot of uh, overseas uh, people. And I really hope uh, we can uh, organize a similar or bigger event like this in the near future to maintain the sustainable future. Excellent. Well, I, I very much hope and I look forward to seeing the Hong Kong branch going from strength to strength. I mean, you do a fantastic job, gentlemen. And I'd like to thank my guests today, Tim Lung and Guy Bridges of the IM3 Hong Kong branch for joining me. Um, thank you all very much. And we look forward to you joining us next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. information about us visit iom3.org or to keep up to date with our latest news follow us on social media using at iom3 on twitter and at the institute of materials minerals and mining on linkedin if you're interested in our upcoming podcasts or want to get involved please subscribe to hear more from us through apple google podcasts or spotify 